Last time on Cursebreaker. We made it to the Fey Trader. It's the last stop before we enter the Fernglade and find our way to Tibio's home village. We were greeted kindly by a Fey gentleman named Dolly, who showed us a great deal of hospitality. Then Holly showed him a great deal of Holly. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the party took a bath with Gaspard, then they all met up to go shopping in the curated magic item shop upstairs. It won't be long now before we're into the woods, and the Fernglade is sounding spookier by the minute. I'm scared. Hold my hand. Last time, we, um... Did some shopping and resting and bathing and bedding. Um, hey. <laughs> uh, I believe we had just wrapped up uh, magic item purchasing. Uh, what is the plan for the rest of you? Remember, uh, this place has a restaurant. Uh, it's got uh, beds, uh, baths, uh, the magic item shop. Uh, you need a token to get the luxury version of any of these things. Otherwise, you can just buy regular accommodations for a reasonable price. How much gold do we have left? Good question. It is a good question. I think Bert's getting a standard meal and a standard sleep. Okay. I'm feeling like I'm all shopped out, and I had a really good meal downstairs. Um, <laughs> and dinner, too. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was really good. Um, but what, what do we have collectively, Tibio, left? Um, I'm not sure how much snack has. And I don't think he will tell me, but we do have uh, 2,206 gold remaining on my person. Okay. That's pretty good. You are all quite wealthy, aren't you? Yes. Hmm. Mm. Doing quite well for yourselves. Say, Tibio, I do have a question of uh, our soon-to-be destination. Uh, yes. What can I answer? Um, is my attire... Uh, going to offend your people? Are we dressed well for this journey? Tibio looks down at his own attire <laughs> and then back up and says, uh, I think that we are all fine. My family does not place such a premium on uh, clothing, accoutrement. Yeah, but does Snack need to be, you know, like somewhat dressed for us uh, to go? You should be <laughs> Covered. Yes, I have this uh, this tabard and um, the loincloth, which is two pieces of clothing. Um, have you considered pants? Well, that is that is what I'm getting at, Uli. I mm, I represent a golden dragon now, and I need to yes look the part. Hey, I have an old pair of pants. We could fix up for you. Yes. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Thanks, Uli. You're welcome. Uh, mark down Uli's old pants in your inventory. <laughs> <laughs> they are not in the best shape, but yeah. they're better than a loincloth. Uli's holy pants. <laughs> are, are you worried more about etiquette or sticking out, Mr. Snack? What's sticking out? <laughs> you know, being out of... Po mm. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> what are Sorry. you getting at, Bert? Are you... I mean, being out of place. Mm, yes. Like, are we going to be okay having our bones on the inside? Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Um, uh, no one in my village has their bones on the outside. They are just wearing other bones. 
Do I need to find some right, bones right. then? Yes. No, you do not. You do not. Have I do bones. have some from you, years ago. Let me just grab them. I don't. You do not need to have a bone suit like I do. It's not like we have never seen non-necromancers. I, for uh, one, love the way you say necromancer. <laughs> Tibio and Holly like smiles at, down at, or I guess at Tibio. She's not. They're at the same height. But. Oh, merci. <laughs> anyway. Did you just rip a hole for your tail? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that was the wrong side. It's fine. It's probably fine. Yeah. <laughs> you have a tabard, so... Yes, of course, yes. And, it, that, it, you know, this is actually quite convenient. I'll be right back. That <laughs> goes to tinkle. <laughs> Five minutes in, we got a snort. Yeah. Yes. I wasn't I expecting that. that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I just didn't expect the yeah. word tinkle to come out of your mouth <laughs> in Snack's voice. Oh, man. Uh, so I think we heard that Bert was going to do a standard uh, sleeping arrangement. Yep. Yeah, um, me, me too. Do the rest of you uh, need a, a standard or luxury meal or luxury beds? Mm, no. Can I interest you? Uh, I will snack, of course. I mean, but yeah, yeah, I want to eat, eat dinner. A meal yeah. would standard, be nice. Standard dinner. Okay. It would be unbecoming of uh, a dragon such as myself to not treat all my allies with a wonderful, luxurious meal. That would be so oh, nice. I like this new snack. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, um, we can do this. Um, who do we speak with? Is it this room? Just got to ring the bell. <laughs> uh, I snack um, shuffles to the lobby and to the bell. And uh, taps it with his fist. Uh, just like when Holly did. Um, you tap it and then turn around to uh, see who's coming. And as you turn, ar- turn around, Dolly is already like in your face. He says, <laughs> how can I help you, glorious customer? Oh, well, that's very nice of you to say, to notice that I am glorious. Um, I would like to treat all my allies to a luxurious meal at this establishment. Such generosity. I'm inclined to give you a discount. How many tokens do you need? Ah, one. Let's see. Tibio, how many is it? Uh, it is five. Yes. You gonna eat this food again? I mean, I'll come with. <laughs> Very well. Um, five for the price of four. Let's call it 100 gold even. Or, sorry, 200 gold even. <laughs> I like the first number better, but uh, yes. Dolly, 200 gold. Let's see, Tibio, can you help me count this out? Uh, yes. I just am tipping the lamp until Tibio says when. Oh, oh stop, stop, stop. <laughs> stop. Oh, yes, okay. This many, then. There's a couple patrons notice the coins, like, rolling across the floor. This is weird, right? What? That he's paying? He bought me a desk. He's turned over a new leaf. It's still our money. It's not just his money. That, that's not true. Trust it's- me, the food is worth it. Uh, Dolly bows and uh, deals out the tokens and then uh, gracefully gestures towards a door about 12 feet away. Um, as we walk into the room, Holly gives Dolly um, a little pat on the butt as she walks by. <laughs> he uh, kind of gives you an eyebrow and he says, round two, eh? Uh. <laughs> ah. a second course. Ah. <laughs> Holly just smiles and walks in. <laughs> says, uh, I'll give you your privacy. And he looks at Holly and says, this time. And <laughs> closes the door as he leaves. Holly blushes. Um, uh, instead of Dolly serving this time, it is that uh, chubby elf chef uh, from the front bar um, who walks out with a giant platter and he says, 
appetizers to get us started. Does anybody need uh, anything else right away? Can I have a drink? Certainly. <laughs> With alcohol? <laughs> Make that two. Two alcohols. Anything else? <laughs> yeah, I'll have one of them. Three alcohols? What's the age of drinking here? I'm almost seven. Well, you're, you're tall enough. Oh, per- <laughs> perfect. Yes, I would like one as well. You, though, I don't know. Uh, I, I am okay. I do not know. Oh, he'll have one, too. Holly says uh, for Tibio. Um, Tibio looks uh, guilty. Like he's not sure that he should be drinking. Yeah, he says, I'm going to assume that's your mother. I'll be right back. Tibio, it's going to be fine. Have you drank before? Of course I have had a drink before. I just, I don't know. I, close to home, I was feeling a little... Maybe it'll help take the edge off. Yeah. yeah How old I mean, are you? Do we know that? Um, yeah, he blushes, and then he says that he is... Um, I am uh, 20. Oh. You can drink, then. I looked it up, and gnomes reach adulthood at 40. They age at the same rate as humans, but they're expected to, like, settle down into adulthood at 40. That's what I read. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But do what you want. If you don't drink it, I will. Okay. <clears throat> if any, if everyone else is, I might as well. Yeah. Tibio, like, <laughs> kicks his little feetsies. <laughs> uh, he shows up with another platter of appetizers. It looks like uh, like a ring of shrimps, but they're not quite shrimps. It's, like, some kind of, like, fey river crab sort of thing. Hmm. Um uh, and a few other smatterings, and of course, all of your uh, drinks. Um, he uh, starts taking down orders for what you'd all like to eat. And uh, also at that time, Rin uh, enters the room and takes a seat uh, next to Uli. Hey. Hey. I. No, this is fine. I just, I thought I, you know, I thought I had a calm, quiet meal to myself, you know, that I spent almost all my money on. But sure, I'll spend it with you. You sat next to me. No, I know. I just, I had already bought the token by the time I opened the door, so. Yeah, there's um, tables over there. You don't have, okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, he uh, orders up a drink, and he's uh, not, like, super chatty, um, but he is, uh, He. you can tell that he's, like, pretending to be, like, annoyed with you and seems to enjoy your company well enough. I will pretend to be annoyed back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at a point in the night, he does ask about your behavior your snaps and outbursts and just how that whole process is going um yeah it's i mean it hasn't been my main focus still still haven't learned how to spell sculpt well i take it that you being here means you're uh, about to go on the fern glade yeah that's the plan okay he like finishes what he's eating and wipes his face with a napkin and pushes his chair back and he stands up and says then you're going to need to learn to spell skull before you go in there. And he's still chewing on something, and he gestures for you to stand up. Oh, right now? He just nods. Do I get to finish my meal? (laughs) (laughs) No, you're like halfway through. Should we maybe take this outside? I don't want to say I'm worried exactly. He's like still chewing, and he motions for all of you to move the table off to one side of the room. Uh, No, we paid a lot of money for this. I paid a lot of money. He's still chewing, and he looks at you, and he says, exactly, you paid a lot of money to be here. You can do what you want. Rin, no, no, no. Holly, is this what you and Dolly, are they doing the same thing? On the table? Why don't you guys, we'll finish dinner, Rin, and then you can do what you will with Uli, if Uli consents. It's dark out there. Well, I'm sorry, a little darkness uh, is hurting your frail sensibilities. He uh, points at Holly and says, you haven't been in the Ferngolite yet. 
you don't know what it's like. That's right. I don't. We're not going out to the Fern Glade. He uh, gives up with the whole thing in the dining room and says, no, no, no. We're not going into the Fern Glade, especially not this late at night. But uh, yeah, we could do this on the front porch, I suppose. Okay. Uh, I drain the rest of my drink okay. and shove a few dinner rolls into my mouth and yeah. follow them out. Uh, yeah, so they uh, head out to the front porch. Uh, the rest of you <laughs> are still kind of sitting uh, in there. Bert looks around for the fire exit. Uh, there actually is only the one like entrance. Oh God! The other the other way goes into the um, like kitchen area. Okay. Yeah. It's We're okay, just, Bert. Uh, what are you looking for exactly? Just um, in case we need to make a quick exit. Oh, I can make holes. We will not destroy. I'm not going to ask tavern. about that one. Okay. Nope. None of that inside, boys. Well, if we need to, it's just good to know for all of us to know. Why don't we finish this lovely meal? Um, Tibio, how's your drink? Um, he takes a sip of it, and are these drinks all the same drink, or are they, like, personalized to the... I think they're personalized to what the chef thought you would want. Okay. So mm. mine is purple and is very fruity, and it's got a swirly straw in it. And he takes a couple bites of his food, and he goes, uh, should we go watch Uli? Yeah, we could. Are you guys all done eating? I am. Just a minute. <laughs> I can take much of this with me. Um, I go... I go to the door and I pass the person who's in there. The, like, attendant or whatever? Yeah. yeah. And I ask, um, uh, excuse me, can I take my drink outside? They say yes. They nod. Yeah. I say, oh, thank you. And I keep walking along. They, they see Snack, like, loading up a bunch of food. I'm using the tablecloth as, like, a sack. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. I'm trying to stuff it into the lamp under the table. Holly uh, quickly follows Tibio, also carrying her uh, martini. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, cultured. The attendant looks at you, Snack, and he like rolls his eyes and then like uh, makes a hand gesture as if like, hurry it up. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he just says, we're not going to give it to anyone else. You can take it. Oh, well, <laughs> of course I knew that, so that's why I'm doing this. <laughs> I was just under the table because it's very bright in here. Um, yes, we're sorry about that. And you see his eyes dart over to one of the windows that has heavy curtains drawn over it. Mm. Um, I'm going to have everybody in the room make a perception check and Snack take advantage. Fifteen. Uh, Eighteen. Oh, thank oh. God. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Bert, actually, on your way out, you take a look at this curtain and see a little sliver of daylight coming through. Um, getting closer, you realize that this room betrays the actual time of day. When you look outside here, it's actually sort of dusk, and it's well past nighttime in the real world. Bert kind of does a double take at the window and on his way out. Uh Garcon, do you have the time, please? I want to say he doesn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, he uh, kind of like looks into the bar and then looks into the uh, luxury dining room and uh, gives you kind of a quizzical glance. Do you know what time it is? It's um, just past 10 p.m., I believe. That's what I thought. What are you getting on about, Bert? What is this with time? Mm, I'll tell you later. Okay. So like 10.30 or? Let's go watch Uli burn this place down. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, uh, you all make your way outside. Uli is standing on this uh, front porch and Rin is inexplicably taking his shirt off. Um, uh, hey, um, why don't we just keep our clothes on? <laughs> <laughs> says, I don't want to risk this shirt if, if it does get rough. Right. Oh, it's I very nice. Done to it. <laughs> he, he like throws it at you, Tibio, and it just like hits you in the face. <laughs> I, like, hold my drink out, like, far away so that it doesn't spill, and then I take the shirt, and I gently fold it and hold it. 
Is there uh, anything in particular you wanted to teach me? He uh, nods emphatically, and he says, stand back there. I'll uh, show you first, and then no. we'll you give it a try. No, I don't like letting you have the first. Oh, no, no, no. I'm doing it to myself. You, you're not going to interact for this one. Did we get any bonuses for eating that meal that we paid for? Yes. Uh, so anyone uh, that didn't already have it gets one point of inspiration. You can only have one at a time. Okay. What? Um, and then you also get a 20-point uh, HP shield. That oh, just yeah. goes away after it's expended. Do I get, like, a little extra since I got it twice? Like, five more? I'll give you five more for oh dessert. Oh, my God. Well, anyone that got a bath is also immune to fear for 24 hours. Okay. Is it uh, too late to retcon doing something in the dining room? Maybe. I want to drop something in there, like Ooh. a quill. Okay. Can we do that? Sure. Okay. Yeah. On its way out, Bert slips a quill underneath one of the tables. You did it so stealthily that not even the DM noticed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do give me a stealth check for that, actually. Okay. I think that's a dirty 20. Okay. Uh Rin is standing at one end of this porch. Um, he gets like real philosophical on you real quick. He like locks eyes with the Uli and says, the weave is a flowing river. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie's like nodding like, yeah, man. I yawn. <laughs> you feel this like light breeze kind of pass by you and uh, it starts to pick up a little bit and uh, you see that he is casting a uh, gust of wind. Um, you're, you're kind of outside of the spell's range, so you just feel um, kind of the minuscule breeze instead of the full brunt of it. Um, but he actually casts Gust of Wind right on himself uh, to show you how this works. Um, he says, you have to be calm like a stone in the middle of a river and let the weave flow around you and have confidence that you are unaffected and permanent. And you see the gust of wind go off. And though it is rushing past him and picking up leaves and debris and everything else that was on the porch, his hair doesn't move an inch. He is completely still in the center of it. And then the effect kind of dies down a little bit. And he says, it's all about confidence. Yeah, confidence. I have a lot of that. woo yeah! And Holly holds up her drink. See, you don't have to have a lot of confidence when you're in a position like yours. He gestures to Holly and says, your confidence is right there. Thank uh, you, sir. Cheers to Holly, Hyacinth. And then she cheers as Tibio, who's still holding out the drink away from the shirt he's holding. Tibio's a little bit embarrassed <laughs> to be part of this spectacle. <laughs> what you're saying is that all of my confidence should come from external sources. No, no, no. He uh, walks closer to you. To, uh, he walks closer to you so that only the two of you can hear this conversation. He says, "I'm saying that if you need confidence, you've got an endless source around you. I mean, I know you don't feel it, and I know what that feels like. I used to be a little bit like that. Mm, yeah. Hey, remember I? I'm the shield mage. I can't do any cool stuff. I'm not, you know, alpha or whatever." <laughs> I did spend a lot of time humbling myself and sort of living secondary to everybody else. Uh, I honestly have never seen you be humble, but that's fine. Um, Took a lot of work to get here. <laughs> so how do I do this? All right. Well, it seems to me that at least for now, you've got to focus on your friends rather than yourself. So I have to keep them from getting hurt. I think so. Are there any of them you're uh, particularly attached to that <laughs> might trigger you here? Uh, hey, Tivio, why don't you step back? 
A little bit. Hold, hold on a sec. He walks up to Tibby and says, hey, we're about to cast magic on you, and it could hurt you. Are you okay with this? Oh, no. I thought you meant... <laughs> <laughs> Tibby looks at Rin with wide eyes, I don't takes wanna... the straw out of his drink, drinks it, and <laughs> <laughs> chugs it, and then steps forward like, if it's for Uli, of course. I don't know how... I don't, I don't think I feel comfortable... Uli, I believe in you. I trust you. You will not hurt me. I don't believe in me. I believe in you, Uli. You can do it. Okay. Um. I think what he said is that you don't need to believe in yourself so much as uh, you care about your friends. He points at Bert. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have strong convictions. And then uh, Holly uh, puts her arm around Tibio and gives him a little shake. <laughs> Oh, stand clear, unless this is a package deal. I don't know if we want to start with two targets. No, no, you can start with just uh, well, Tibio, I, and Holly pushes Tibio forward a little bit. <laughs> I kind of thought we were going to be casting magic on me. Afraid not. I think I think this is going to work, though. Okay, uh, hold on a second. Um, it gonna, really is best just to jump into this. I'm just going to quick open my tankard. All right, I got this. I'm ready if you need be. Are you trying to hide the tankard? Just kind of like off to the side. Sure, give me a stealth. Eight. Yeah, looks at you and he says, if that did what I think it did, it's a smart move in some cases, but don't get yourself to a point where you can't go without that thing. So Tibio sees you use the tankard and he steps forward close to you and he says, Uli, you don't need it. You have this. It's okay. I believe in you, and you are going to do just fine, and you will not hurt me. What about the, um, you know, the docks at Lamplight and the Tower of Magic and... Uli, I have shield. It is okay. I almost blew up my family. It um, is okay. Rin <sighs> is trying to teach you. He is not trying to make you hurt your friend. Right, but he's not a very good teacher. <laughs> That's okay. I'm a very good teacher. Uli, get ready. Okay, okay. What do I... How do I stop this? kind of have to have confidence that, well, I guess in your case, not confidence, maybe desperation. Does that work for you? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I need you I'm to desperately reach out and think of Tibio as impervious or life would never be the same if anything would happen to him. How's that work? I think, I think that works. Good, good. Tibio gives you four thumbs up. <laughs> what have you got for um, area magic right now? Um... Shatter and fireball, maybe thunder wave. He goes, uh, yeah, that that sounds rough. Let's yeah. here. He uh, he hands you a uh, uh, scroll. And he says, "This is just gust of wind. It won't kill him." Okay, that's what I was worried about. All right, um, how do I use this? <laughs> well, you just read the text on there, and okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, somewhat familiar to you, this kind of like wizard type casting. I'm pretty sure I had Gust of Wind actually, and I like oh. replaced it with something. Okay. Yeah, you cool. cast it on the docks. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Yes, it's all coming back to me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we'll, uh, we'll ignore the kind of like spell mechanics of whether or not that scroll would actually work, and we'll just get straight to this. Um, when you cast a spell with an area effect, uh, you can make a charisma ability check. If the score is high enough, you can spare one target as if you were spell sculpting. 
you uh, finish off the spell, and before you even realize, it is it is taking off, and you have to aim it, and it feels really bad to aim it at Tibio, uh, which is sort of distracting. You, you sort of like lose your cool in the moment, and uh, Tibio, you for a second can feel wind rushing all around you, and then you see Uli's face crack, and you know what's coming next, and you just get bowled over, and you get pushed. Uh, <laughs> let's have you make a strength save. Ten. Yeah. Uh, you just see Tibio get toppled and uh, kind of gets knocked out of his skeleton. Whoa. Tibio, no, I'm I'm so sorry. It's okay. I can't. <laughs> it's a scroll. I can't turn it off. I'm okay. The skeleton like fumbles you like a football and like keeps you in the air. For a <laughs> See, this is this is why I can't do this. Uh, Tibio gets up and uh, brushes off his skeleton and stuff and runs back up like, okay, go again. Sounds like he's good. He uh, hands you another scroll. How many do you have? He says, well, I've got to keep a good stock on me, to be honest. Dirty 20. You lock eyes with Tibio this time, and the spell is a little more <laughs> familiar to you. <laughs> you ready to go again? Good. Yeah. Yes, ready when you are. All right. <laughs> uh, the whispers turn into a breeze and you feel the wind rush all around you at times you can feel little streams of air clip you like a pressure washer and it like knocks you off balance a little bit but you can see that Uli is focused and she is <laughs> <laughs> my face is turning purple and I'm like shaking Yeah, uh, she's managing to kind of uh, keep it under control and the spell ends and Tibio is still standing Woo! Yay, Uli! did I do it? you did it I don't like that. <laughs> That's a lot of work. Um, so, uh, to begin with, Uli, your uh, spell sculpt DC is uh, a charisma check of uh, 17. Oof, oof, oh, oof. damn. It's pretty high. That's Yowza. a lot. Could save somebody's life someday, and it will get lower over time. And your charisma could get higher over time. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, everybody outside claps. Uh, Rin seems genuinely proud of you for having made this progress, and the bonfire people even give a lazy clap. Um, <laughs> and then it is time for Betty Pie. Uh, is anyone interested in luxury apartments? No. No. I will not stand for this. I will not let my allies sleep on common beds. Um, <laughs> where is that bell again? And I go up to the... the the thing to ring it. He like stops your hand before you even ring it, and he says, "Need something?" <laughs> uh, but I really want to ring it. Is that fine? That's just. I reach up to ring it one more time. He, you see his eyes like shut for the entire duration that it's ringing, and then he just like looks back. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Holly just mouths, "I'm sorry," at Dolly. <laughs> he gives you a little head shake and says, "More tokens." Um, I want everyone to be able to sleep in. Beautiful, luxurious quarters. Yes, tokens for that. I'd be lying if I said this wasn't the time of night where I'd usually raise the price, but you're a charming bunch. Standard price, 50 gold. 50 gold? Per person. Uh, Snack, Snack takes a while to count it out. He wants to do it himself this time. Oof. And he passes it in piles of 10. 10, 20, 30... Is there uh, a math check? <laughs> I'm, I'm the math check. I'm, stand, I'm like hovering over him like. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, Dolly doesn't have a ton of patience for it. He's like chatting with other patrons kind of while it's going on. Uh, but the chef is very proud of you. He's like watching you and he says, he's like, nope, that was 70 again. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> Thank you, chef. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Here you go, Dolly. Here's 
200 gold pieces. The chef taps Dolly on the shoulder and says, he's done. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He says, very good. And your tokens? And the door is upstairs where you know to find it. Good evening to all of you. Mm, Have a good night, Dolly. Um, I think he actually leaves the money with the chef and just walks away. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Uh, Luxury sleep gives you things. Uh, Bert, Bert wants to perform a little investigation before bed. Okay. So outside his room, he's going to cast Locate Object. Okay. And he closes his eyes and holds up a finger and says, show me my beautiful writing quill left in the dining room. Uh, the range on that is 1,000 feet. Oh, okay. Uh, does it give you any like vagaries beyond 1,000 feet? I think it just doesn't work if it's not 1,000 feet away. Okay. Um, it doesn't work then. Okay. Oh, damn. And then he's going to step inside of his room and cast it again. Um, yeah, it's like eight or 900 feet away. Oh, interesting, interesting. Well, good night. <laughs> <laughs> what do we get for sleeping? Uh, for luxury beds. Um, each of you uh, would get an inspiration if you didn't already have it. Um, you also get advantage to dexterity and constitution saving throws for a whole day. Oh. Uh, the next morning is dark and stormy. What? Oh, spooky. Uh, you wake up to overcast skies. It looks like it could rain at any moment. Uh, the wind keeps picking up as if it's going to pour, and then it'll just die down a little bit. Oh. I quick check and make sure all of my tokens are intact. Your rain tokens? Yeah. yeah you snap them all in your sleep. Oh, no. <laughs> no, they're all intact. Okay. Holly doesn't like thunderstorms, and every time it booms loud, she's like, <gasps> and like tenses up. <laughs> For all the threatening weather, it has not quite yet rained uh, at all um, around this place. So it seems like, for better or for worse, travel is on for today. Um, this place is not quite as um, festive in the morning time as it is uh, during their evenings. Uh, Dolly has greeted you at some point. You all get a free breakfast here. Whoa! Bed and breakfast. Continental. Uh, and I think, actually, without much more ado, uh, you all find yourselves ready to uh, venture into the Ferngladde. Yeah. I um, summon Carl uh, as we load up the wagon. Yeah. You approach the edge of the woods uh, in your wagon, back in travel mode. You're all packed up and, uh, you know, armored up as much as you all really get armored up, which is to <laughs> say you wear street clothes all the time. Holly has a shroud on now. Though. That's right. You are, <laughs> you are shrouded. I've got that. a cloak. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You got an AC from that, a too. A robe. Snack has pants. You guys are all kitted out now. (laughs) I have totally useless tokens. And keys. At the moment. Jingle, jingle, jangle. Jingle, I got keys that jingle, jingle, jingle. jingle. (laughs) Tibio, um, just as you crest the first kind of wall of trees and this open path, you can tell that something is wrong here. And you knew that coming in. You had heard it from other people. Mm -hmm. But now you feel it. Uh, The way that you can always feel the fern glade and the way that you're attached to your home in your home village, you can feel that this place is in pain. Um, The atmosphere is the opposite of what you remember through your entire life. It's usually bright and full of critters that talk to you and, you know, essentially like a a kid's TV show of a wonderland in here. Uh, But today uh, it is dark under this canopy and damp and cold and the air is heavy. The grass is yellowed and wilted and the plants look choked and withered. Um, there's even this thorny type of vine that seems to have taken a stranglehold over large trees, and there are no animals in sight at all. Um, 
Tibio looks around and is feeling a little ill. And he walks up to a tree and like puts a hand on it and just keeps looking around and there's something so wrong. What is what has happened? It is so wrong. What do you mean, Tibio? It this is not how my home should be. It is supposed to be so alive and right now it is I don't know, there's something very sick here. It's everywhere. It has suffused through the trees. Look at the ground. I don't... Where are the animals? And he's, like, getting a little panicky. It's, o- uh, it's okay. We'll figure it out. We always do. Yeah, if anyone can fix it, it's the curse breakers. Yes, yes. I don't want to say it feels like a curse, but... Maybe the curses have made their way to my home as well. Everybody be alert. With every passing step... Tibio, your agony, your agony, <laughs> your, <laughs> your anxiety is compounding and you can feel this sickness is getting worse the closer you get to home. Um, you know that there are a number of landmarks uh, and things and trials and tribulations that you're going to have to pass through to get back home. Uh, first stop is your good friend, Dimitri. Um, mm-hmm. Dimitri is uh, the sort of meter and greeter and fareweller of your culture. Uh, Dimitri is a skull that lives on a small stump uh, at the first crossroads in the Ferngladde. Um, the Ferngladde is not beholden to static pathways. They tend to change from time to time. Mm-hmm. Also, the fog moves around. And as you know, Tibio, there are rules. Yes. You know that you're about to come up on Dimitri's crossroad here and that things are about to get mm, serious. Um, so as we're walking, I know where we're heading toward I stop everybody and um uh come come here come close everyone I just want to tell you just a couple things before we go any further yeah um as we are going on our journey uh do not get do not go into the fog um you will get lost and you could die um so don't go into the fog killer fog all right well the fog is not it's not important, but don't go into it. Should we hold hands? Uh, no, just don't want her off. Mm-hmm. Just stay, t- stay together. You got uh, that snack? Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, hey, snack. Fine, I, will st- I won't go in the fog. I've been very curious, though. Yes, uh, thank you. Also, um, at night, don't turn off all the lights. Leave, leave a light on at night, just in case. Just in case of the fog. Yeah, danger. It's a precaution. You just make sure to leave one one light on at night. It's funny you asked us to come with you, but you didn't tell us any of this. I. Uh, it's fine. We're I here. I did not think about it until we were here, and now that it is so dire and so. And he gestures all around to the general <laughs> malaise of the area. There's also never been this much fog before. Yeah. Uh, it is not usually such a present danger. Is this the fog over here, Tibio? Uh, please come back, Snack. Please I'm come back. I'm not in it. I'm just close. I'm no, don't get close it either. It's very musty. I please. will be back. I, I'm back. I'm back. Yes. Sorry. Um, do we have to keep you on a leash? Are you talking to me or Tibio? You. I... <laughs> I will stay close. Okay. And then there is one more rule. Oh. Um, 
if we should meet any fae, as we are out and about, uh, do not give your name to them. I'm sure you guys have heard that rule before. Like our real name? Uh, right, yes. That means not addressing each other by each other's names either. It is like wonky fae magic where you give them your giving name. them your name is a significant gesture. Mm-hmm. He- overhearing your name gives them nothing. Okay. I think we should all come up with secret names. Uh, there are many people that uh, when they travel through the Farnglade and into the Fey Wilds, they, um, they will adopt a uh, nom de plume to... What does that mean? Uh, it's a fake name. Name de plume? Nom de plume? Is this for gnomes? No. 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 No, it is for anyone. It's like a pen name, Holly. Okay. And it can be anything. It can be just a nickname. I'll be Wolf. Uh, Okay. I didn't want anyone else to take Wolf. Um, I'm trying to think of a cute name that Tibia would have already had. Pinky Toe. Nimble Sprout. <laughs> yeah, Nimble Sprout is fine. Yeah, that works. Um, you guys can call me Fireball. <laughs> Stitch. Stitch. <laughs> yeah, Holly. Oh, wait, we already have nicknames. We have Fame and Fortune and and Scaly and Bones. Mm. Oh. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh, you're right. We should just wow. use those. You all have nicknames. Cool. <laughs> we also have Bertoli. Bertoli. Um, yeah. Okay, that works. If you guys ever want to call me Wolf, though, that's fine. <laughs> You've got three yeah, nicknames. I feel like fame and fortune are bad. Let's rebrand ourselves right now. Wolf and Honey. <laughs> honey. Wolf and Honey. You can call me Miss Honey. Miss Honey. It's from Matilda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the fog is getting closer now, I, I suppose. Um. Snack, your new name can be Blart. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with Scaly. For you, um, I'll say you're all still kind of mulling over nicknames. <laughs> yeah, at the point where this you, could be the whole episode. Yeah, <laughs> uh, at the point where you uh, run into Dimitri and uh, Tibio, you kind of forgot to tell everybody that they were about to meet a skull on a stump. Um, but when you get there, uh, you see uh, it just kind of like rattles and like turns to look at you uh, as it's kind of sitting on this stump stick thing. Um, and then its eyes light up little red lights. And it just says, Tibio, it's so good to see you. Hello, Dimitri. Wow. How are you? And so many friends. There's so many more than what you left with. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if we hadn't been used to Tibio's bones, this would have really freaked us out. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, everyone. Uh, this is Dimitri, and this is Dimitri's uh, crossroads. Cool. Oh, nice to meet you. <laughs> He says, what'll it be? And he kind of like leans a little bit left and then a little bit right. And he says, that's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) Headed home, Tibio? Uh, Yes, I am headed home. I was summoned. And I have heard that uh, there has been some danger lately. Mm. Indeed, there has, Tibio. In fact, and uh, he leans in as much as a stationary skull can. (laughs) Tibio, you may have noticed the forest has rather turned to despair. Uh, yes, I felt it immediately, and I am starting to feel a little crushed by it myself. Are you? Feeling just a little crushed? 
when you're still able to move around and leave this place. I wonder, how crushed would you feel if you were doomed to stay in one place for your entire existence while the world around you rots and the underworld rebels? <laughs> um, Tibio's doing that thing where he's looking down and he's got his hands clasped in front of him and one of his legs is twisting back and forth in shame. Would you like us to take you with us, Mr. Dimitri? No, thanks, friend. I'm fine right where I am. In fact, I've got everything I want right here. Tibio, you know this is all your fault. Whoa, that is a big accusation. Hey, no. Oli, Oli, <laughs> he is not wrong. Uh, no, you're not going to let a skull talk to you like this. It is kind of my fault. What, for living your life? That my eternal soul will burn in agony for the rest of my existence. The post has been abandoned, Tibiophimer. Your family has failed the Fernglade, and you will pay! And it explodes into green flame ah. and begins to hover above the stump. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. I need everyone in the party to make a dexterity save as a fireball erupts between all of you. We all everyone have advantage on it. <laughs> yeah, you do. That's good, though. Oh, no, fuck it's me! Not. Nope. <laughs> Did you roll two natural ones? Yes! What the fuck? Oh fuck! Two nines. I rolled 13. I okay. don't know. Anybody get higher than that? Nope. Nobody succeeded. Fucking Christ. We are not ready. I hate Dimitri. <laughs> <laughs> this is your friend? Um, it was. All right. I'm glad y'all ate. That is 22 fire damage uh, that explodes and rolls, o- rolls over all of you. Uh, coating you uh, in flames, singeing your clothes. You smell burnt hair. Ah! Ah! Momentarily blinded and suffocated in some of the withered grass has caught fire. Wait, it's fire damage? Yes. <laughs> I don't... Oh, wait. I, I'm resistant to that. I'm resistant, too. Uh, and then I'll have everybody roll initiative. 18, bitch. Sorry. 15. Tib? Eight. Rolling well this time, guys. Uh, Bert? 17. Polly? Six. All right, first up is Uli. And it's just a flaming skull? Uh, it is, in fact, a flame skull. And it is... Uh, <laughs> just a flaming skull? Is, <laughs> is he moving? He is moving. Uh, you can see this thing has the power of flight. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah. Tibbs, I just need to know if it's okay to kill your friend. Um, I don't know. Tibio is um, on the ground. He is in shock. He is upset. Well, that's enough permission for me. (laughs) (laughs) And I will meta magic protection from energy, tibio from fire. Okay. And then I will pick up a log and smack it. Okay. Okay. Improvised weapon? Yeah. Nice. Nat 20. There you go. Nice. Log. Yeah, roll another uh, d20. See how high that goes. Here we go. Uh, It was a three. Okay. Um, (laughs) Four damage. Crit twice. Oh, yeah. Eight damage. (laughs) Eight bonk. Yep, that's my turn. Okay. And I'll say, leave him alone. Uh, Uli picks up a log and knocks the skull, and it just goes, like, spinning, like, five feet away and then kind of, like, regains itself a little bit. And then it does, like, some, like, rapid clacking and comes <laughs> after you, uh, Uli. Uh, next up is Bert, and then Snack, and then Dimitri. Nice one, Uli. Yeah. Kick yeah. his ass. Tibio didn't come all the way here for a guilt trip, buddy. <laughs> 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 uh, 
And Bert uh, unsheathes brain gore from beneath his robe. (laughs) (laughs) And kind of cracks his neck a little bit. And he looks at you and goes, what the hell is that? (laughs) Gives it it the first swing. 16. Yeah, that hits. Yeah. Uh, Am I also adding my spell modifier? Mm -hmm. Okay. So 16 damage. Jesus. So so Bert uh, unsheaths his axe and uh, winds up and takes a swing with it, but he doesn't come near hitting the skull, nor does he even release the axe at all. Uh, a spectral axe head flies out of this thing and uh, chops into the flame skull. Cool. Ha! Um, Bert, uh, as this thing impacts the skull, uh, you can feel uh, this thing's surface thoughts uh, flooding into your brain. Uh, you also all see... Uh, the skull kind of make this face where its jaw goes slack for a second, <laughs> and you all hear it go. Uh, <laughs> Does it have a brain? To Any core? good surface thoughts? Uh, yes. So uh, this thing is in fact in agony. It thinks the forest is doomed and is dying, um, and it wants to kill Tibio for forsaking the entire forest and abandoning his family. Yay! <laughs> it's a uh, snack's turn anyway. How dare you, Skull? I will hex you. And then <laughs> cast Eldritch Blast. <laughs> Without hexing him? <laughs> Hexing first. Okay. Then Eldritch Blast. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and what's the disadvantage stat? Um, uh, constitution. Okay. So, um, 26 to hit. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> okay. Ooh, 16 to hit. Also hits. Okay. 29 plus hex is... 32. Damage? Yeah, yeah. How? 32? My Christmas mod's five. So 2d10 plus 10 plus four for the genie's wrath, which is once per turn plus four to attack Mm -hmm. plus 1d6. What's the last d6 for? Uh, Hex. Hex. Oh, that's right. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, it checks out. Anyway, um, (laughs) so I suppose the second Eldritch Blast um, knocks off its lower jaw and scatters some of its teeth, cracks the skull, and this thing falls to the ground and goes dormant. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, was that vengeful? I I feel like that was well-deserved. Is it dead? I mean, it was a skull. Tibio starts crawling over. Are we out of combat? Yep. Okay. Tibio um, crawls over to the pieces of the skull mm-hmm. and, like, picks them up and is, like, crying a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he tries to, like, put them together a little bit and, like, set them back up on the stump. He's shaking. He keeps dropping the pieces. Yeah. And um, he looks around and he says, I don't... Is, is is this my fault too? No. Did, did I do this too? Uh, Holly gently like takes the skull pieces away from Tibio's hands and sets them on the stump herself, and then she like puts her arm around Tibio and she's like, "No, it's okay, Tibio. What have I? What have I done? You didn't do this. You didn't know. <laughs> we did this for you. <laughs> Wait, that's not better. <laughs> uh, Tibio, you can't escape the thought that like somebody in your family is going to see this at some point and ask what happened to Dimitri. I, I have to t- take him with. I have to show them. I know that they are going to know. Tibio. Uh, Tibio, it's just a skull. It's literally just a skull. We can... Well, it is now. Yes. We, we can try and figure out a way to fix it, but I think you need to focus on writing the world first. We need to get back to your home as soon as possible, I think. Yes. And yes. we're here to support you. I know this is a lot. I'm sorry we hit first. And ask questions later. Um, well, technically, he hit first. 
They did ask for permission. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Tibio just kind of like nods to himself and wipes his tears and uh, gets up and we should go. Are you going to take the pieces with you? Yes. Okay. I'm going to gather them and like fold them into pieces of cloth. Mm. Was it a special kind of head magic? (laughs) (laughs) He is... um, He's he's special. I will have to. I should take him home. Sorry. You put him in your intimate wash bag. No, just <laughs> <laughs> My mesh bag. Yeah. <laughs> Are we gonna have to kill a lot more skulls? I hope not. We should hurry though. Um, you uh, continue through the woods here. Uh, you notice the path you're walking on is uh, turning into much more of a rut with these high dirt walls on either side. And those dirt walls eventually give way to these stony walls. Eventually you come to realize that you're in something of a natural labyrinth. Uh, this area is made up of all these winding canyons, only about 10 feet tall or so, um, built in this uh, almost ornate sort of rocky hedge maze uh, where you're all trying to just find your way through uh, Tibio. You know this as uh, one of the, well, you know this as the point where most normal people turn back. Um, this is the owl tree. Wandering through this uh, stony labyrinth, it does take you a while to kind of like find the right way, even with Tibio uh, showing you through. There's even a couple cases where you come into a fog wall and you don't dare pass through that passage and take a different route instead. But eventually you do come out into this clearing. There is a stump in the middle of it. And Tibio, this is the stump. <laughs> the, stump? the stump sorry it's all very canonical to you mm-hmm. um, you know what all this is but it's rather insignificant to the rest of everybody here um, you have not seen any trees that have been cut down in the fern glade although this one is when you stand on this stump you can look through this archway and just the way that you're facing this tree at this very specific angle looking under this archway the way that these vines hang off of this distant tree makes the perfect shape of an incredibly detailed owl, feathers and all, but only when you see it from this exact perspective underneath the archway. Tibio, this owl usually is a good judge of who should be allowed into the fern glade further. Mm -hmm. After this, it's fey territory. It's guarded. It's a protected place. You don't know what to expect now. Um, I explain the owl tree to everyone kind of sadly and distractedly. Um, I I don't know what we will find on the other side. I'm sorry, this is not the this is not the way I would have introduced you to my home. Well we'll fix it. Yeah. You'll get your home back. Okay. Can I try to see it? Yes, yes, each of you can. Can we take turns on the stump, like, looking and trying to be like, oh, I think I see it. Oh, oh no, there it is, there it is. Um, right when you get the right angle. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have to be gnome height? Uh, Holly, you're standing on the stump, and everybody here hears this creaking, this falling of debris and a shaking of leaves as those of you outside can see this tree kind of weirdly distort like a dryad yawning or something and sort of spreads out. Holly, you can see from your perspective, this owl has gone full spread wings and kind of like closes them back in and it looks down at you and then it uh, 
abruptly cocks his head to one side much faster than you think anything that big should be able to move. And the tree speaks to you, Holly. Holly Hyacinth. Yes? It uh, folds its wings back in and glares at you and says, You share adoration for the Fae. Um, yeah, <laughs> they're pretty great. So, so far, the ones I've met, anyway. The Fae are not to be trusted. Oh, um, I mean, a general mistrust of strangers is okay. It uh, looks at you again, and you can feel like a sort of vulnerable, a uh, sort of vulnerability with this thing. It's it's looking at more than what it's seeing. It says, "You are a stranger to adventure and have much to experience." I haven't experienced as much as some, but I've experienced a great deal more than others. You hesitate to save others when their sacrifice benefits you. Everything's not black and white in reality. Uh, You all can see the tree kind of shake and drop a bunch of sticks and leaves. You act with wrath when others are made to pay the price. Mm. Can you give me an example? Uh, I'll say your mind wanders to uh, to Dave getting branded and punching Joe out of frustration. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll punch a bad guy. That's fine. <laughs> you can see that this thing has gone uh, stationary again. It seems it has finished judging you. Bert's going to pull Uli aside while Holly's on the... Stop. Got it. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping my debut of Doors Axe would be a little more triumphant, but I just feel terrible. I mean... It was pretty cool, though. Oh, thanks. And it means a lot, Uli. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this thing, I mean, I, I got a little read of Dimitri's brain when I hit him. It can do that? Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, he really hates Tibio. He really thinks everything here is his fault. Can you imagine? Tibio's so, like, soft-spoken and sweet. It has to be a misunderstanding. Right. But anyway, we have to be really careful about his feelings. This is this is a huge weight. Let's not tell Tibio that information just yet, maybe. Yeah, I think that's the plan. Okay. But let's... Um, let's go get judged by this tree. Yeah. Thing. I was just going to say, I think we should probably keep an eye on Tibio. Like, stand guard a little bit. Yeah. He's pretty fragile right now. So. Tibio is walking around and, like, each individual plant that he sees that's really wilted, he's, like, touching it and kind of, like, sighing to himself. (laughs) (laughs) You can see the way forward is perfectly clear to all of you. Um, You would just walk through this giant hollowed-out stump to continue on to the face streams. So do we all have to talk to this owl tree? Uh, Is that how it works? Do it, or do they all just get judged? Typically... Uh, if you are judged unworthy or not judged at all, uh, the tree will kind of uh, fey path you, which is Our to entry. say it will send you back the oh, other way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, you should all do this so that you can pass safely. All right. Uh, I guess yeah. I feel pretty confident in myself, okay. <laughs> my worthiness. All right, Uli. Yeah. You stand on the stump? I stand on the stump. You cause wanton destruction wherever you go. Well, 
Uh, actually, I'm working on that, and it's not really something I could control. Uh, see, I'm I'm a sorcerer. I was born with this. I didn't ask to be. So it uh, folds its wings in and extends its neck like super far out to get closer to you. Uh, and it says, uh, it does the like full like 180 upside down head thing and <laughs> says, "Do you believe you do more harm than good?" Um, well, that's kind of how I used to see myself, but I'm, I'm learning that I'm not always about destruction. I have more worth than that. I, I can make friends now and save them. Hmm, friends. You solve your loneliness by endangering others with your presence. How do you repay them for their risk? Well, actually, I, I just learned how to not hurt them. Um, and I, I think I do a pretty good job at taking their feelings into account. Um, I'm learning a little bit about emotional intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think at, I'm making great strides. As you continue to talk, uh, you all realize that for a little while now, the tree has not moved. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, we're all hearing everybody's. Yes. Like, okay. Yeah. And all uh, judgment. And I made amends with my family, and um, I even had a good conversation with with a brother uh, that doesn't like me. You see me one and... branch do the shoe motion. <laughs> uh, Uli, Uli, I think you're done. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. I'll just go over here. Good job, though, Uli. Thanks. I think it's fine. All right. Uh, I'm next, I guess. This is like reverse confession. <laughs> lay, lay it on me, tree bird. You step onto the stump. Uh, you see this thing kind of regain its composure, and then it like sinks its head like into its own neck and just becomes like a little ball of a tree. It says, <laughs> your anger is mitigated only by your hesitation to act. Do you consider yourself a kind person? Hmm. Uh, Usually, when the situation calls for it, sure. Barum. No, it doesn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> your obsession for your journalistic endeavors pushes you to ignore what's best for yourself and others. What say you? I don't doubt that I can ignore some of my needs sometimes and what's best for me, but... I like to think I do what I do to help other people. And yet, you are filled with doubt for yourself, for your role, and for your significance. Uh, it's, yeah, some of the others, they're curse breakers. They have abilities I don't, but part of this journey is trying to figure out the best way to help people, protect people, whether it's passive with the stuff that I write or taking a more active approach. You can see that this tree is still enchanted, still moving, um, and it just kind of hovers there for a while without asking you another question, Bert. It seems to be struggling with you. And then you see it kind of reset into its uh, default position with its wings tucked in and uh, releases you from its judgment. I think I did it. I don't want to do this. I'm just walking through. It's Screw you, bird tree. I care not. What do you say? Snack tries to walk through. Uh, 
uh, yeah, Snacky walk into this log and it starts to get dark in there. And there's, of course, light at the end of the tunnel. And um, when you pop out, you're staring at your party. How did you guys get over here? Oh, wait a second. Remember, Snacky. you have to. Um, I will put a leash on you. I don't, I don't need that. I don't think he's going to be any meaner than your dragon friend was. Yeah, that was embarrassing. <laughs> I hesitantly float up on top of the log. And I am like not looking directly at him, blinking off to the side. <laughs> as soon as you, as soon as you touch down on the stump, uh, you all hear this like, <sighs> as the tree drops an entire branch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez! He just um, killed the owl tree. That was a good branch dropping sound effect. The tree looks down at you and kind of rumbles this area and says, "You are no stranger to evil." <laughs> yes. You have wrath and destruction on your hands. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is not going. You bear the mark of the golden flight, and their judgment is respected here. Um, thank, thank you. You will cause no harm in these lands. Is that prophetic, or is that something I should take to heart? I assume both. (laughs) (laughs) That was better than any response I could. Well, you are the nicest crow I've ever met. (laughs) (laughs) On fire. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Snack floats down and, yeah. Tibio gets up on the stump. Uh, Tibio, I think you're... You're anxious, and you're getting ready to get onto the stump. Mm-hmm. And before even getting there, it begins to talk to you. You have eluded your duties. I, I have. I know. The forest is suffering. I see it. The dead have rebelled. The fae have become ruthless. Tibio. There must always be a warden of the dead. For this reason, I will grant you passage, but I will not guarantee your safety. I understand. The underworld is furious with you. You must seek to make amends. I will do, I will do anything.
of wood, as you know, the uh, roots and passageways are churning underneath the owl tree, and it sets you on the right path to enter the fey streams. Tibio, like, kind of stumbles off the stump. Are you all right, Tibbs? I've, I've done something horrible here. I did not, I did not think it would be so bad. It is, it is my responsibility to fix it. But whenever you're ready to talk about it, we'll listen, and we won't judge you. Thank you, Bear. Snack might judge you. Perhaps. <laughs> I think he will have to understand it. <laughs> uh, you pass over into the face dreams. Uh, face dreams. Tibio, you know that there are six rivers here. Um, one of them is a dry riverbed these days. Two of them are shallow streams and nothing to really worry about at all. The first one that's a real river can be a bit of a challenge. On your way there, the only real event of note uh, was a, uh, a lonely squirrel uh, that you had seen on the road. Um, it looked up to speak with you, and instead it just screamed for about 30 seconds. <laughs> oh, my God. And then ran away. What was it saying? Um... <laughs> I think it's just shouting the word darkness over and over again. <laughs> Tibio, if, if you are curious, it was shouting darkness a lot, over and over again. Snack, I know. Oh, I, well, you speak squirrel. As, squirrel. Yes. You all take a dip through the dry riverbed and then splash across the shallow streams. And before you know it, you're at this um, kind of... a. Uh, an inexplicably rapid river um, with uh, water kind of crashing over the stones here. There is an elfish man. Uh, you would think by any assumption, Fay. Um, he has a uh, sort of black mohawk. It's kind of a long hairdo that's uh, shaved on the sides of his head. Um, is he in a band? <laughs> uh, he might be. He's got a lot of these like wooden earrings uh, clamped to him. Um, he's got some like tattooed markings, and he's leaning on a staff. And next to him are these large, large like boat-sized uh, leaves. They almost look like bean mm. pods. Mm. Or these big crescents. Holly, maybe you should handle this one. <laughs> she gets all the uh, uh, Holly, uh, everyone, be very careful. Do not give your name. Right. Right. Honey. Right. All right, Bones. Okay. <laughs> Holly walks up to the boatman and says, Hello, I'm Honey. What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> Just out trick the elf guy. <laughs> out fox in the face. Uh, um, so they probably know when you give them a fake name, right? I mean, they won't know until they try it. They don't like feel uh, anything. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, so the yeah the dry bed was not a problem uh, the cart didn't have to get judged nor did Carl he seemed to be fine um, but this is the point at which it is no longer feasible to keep the cart with you there's two more rivers after this the ferryman uh, ferryman I guess ferryman hey. turns to Holly and says uh, greeting uh, the name is Winder Winder lovely to meet you um, Lovely to meet you, honey. Yes. Um, he, we... he, he frowns when he sees that like nothing has happened at the word <laughs> honey. <laughs> uh, me and my companions are looking to cross the river here. Uh, how much for a ride? Mm. Honey. Oh, honey. 
it seemed to me you are quite new to these lands. Um, yeah, it's my first time, but my friend Bones over here um, is from this area. He kind of like uh, turns on his staff to look up at Bones, the aforementioned, <laughs> and uh, kind of grimaces. And he says, huh, I'm not feeling especially motivated to help anyone today. Could we just have your leaves and be on our way? Can I say, take my leaves? No, no, no. <laughs> These are my leaves to trade. You must trade me. What is it you'd like? Mm. Parts of you. Oh. <laughs> mm, tough sell. Yeah, that's... Oh, oh, bite. Which parts? <laughs> <laughs> he uh, walks up to you and says, Mmm. You have much to offer, do you not? You have so many secrets, so much knowledge. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> hmm. Perhaps you could part with some of it. Some knowledge? Indeed. I'm always happy to share knowledge. Hmm. Unfortunately, it's not share. It's give to me forever. Hmm. Hmm. Do you understand now? I think I do. I don't... I don't love it. Bones, how do you usually get over this river? In the past, he's usually done it for free. Um, something has changed. Usually there is less of a transaction. Mm -hmm. What if we had our own boat? <gasps> I have a boat. How rapid is this river? It's pretty choppy. I have a paper dinghy. He says, fine, take your own boat. I suppose he's pretty hungry. Uh, who's, who's hungry? Oh, you know. And he nods his head towards the river. Bones, what's in the river? Give me a knowledge history check. Yeah. You might know. How far crosses the river? <gasps> 23. Oh, shit. Okay, you do know. I um, do know. Yeah. There is a uh, giant koi fish that lives in this river. <laughs> oh. oh. Only there is, um, it is very large. It is a uh, fish like um, gold and orange and it has very big fins. A goldfish. A giant fish? Uh, oui. It is a particular kind. I do not... Not in common. It got teeth? Uh, yes. Um, some people have them small in pond, puns hmm. in their home. Oh, like a koi. A koi? Koi. Koi. What? It doesn't seem like the most scary. I think there are some great bargains to be had here. Tell me, um, fancy scaled one, what is your name? Yes, my name is Snatch. No! Snatch. No, no, Snatch. <laughs> awesome. Ah. Sorry. Snatch. Yeah. <laughs> Again, found. That is, <laughs> that's our Snatch. <laughs> Scaly Snatch. Hmm. You have some unique feature. Yes, I like. 
Ah, yes. Mm, yep. This, I like it. And he points to your tail. He says, I would have that. No. Well, um, I prefer to keep it. Um, hmm. What about these lovely scales? Um, I don't know what it's like to not have them. I guess, uh, do we, I look to the group, do we need uh, these boats? I'm starting to think I mean, this I might don't. be our only way across. I... By all means, don't make a deal with me. See where that gets you. What, what is the return policy on these boat payments? All sales are final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. S-A-I-L-S. I have another idea of how to get across, but um, have you ever heard of the Fey Trader? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I have heard of it. Okay, well, did you know on the third level there is an illustrious trading shop where mm. many trades can be made? Yes, stolen relics from the Feywild, yes. Well, if you ever make your way there. <laughs> okay, I didn't <laughs> notice that first. <laughs> Please tell them Holly sent you before you buy. <laughs> Can Holly like try to roll or like try to convince him? You've already offended him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you can. Uh, you have disadvantage with this one. Um, 14. Okay. Um, it dawns on you now that... Uh, that the Fey here and the Fey at the Fey Trader are probably not aligned. Mm. Um, he says, I have no interest in buying back that which was stolen from my people, nor do I have interest in seeing anyone who resides in the Fey Trader. <laughs> However, if you do make it back to the Fey Trader and you find my sword, I would have it back. Hmm, your sword? Indeed. Sword. What did it look like? A short blade of fey make, of course, but he's good with magic. I'll have to keep an eye out for it. I don't remember it. As for you, I think, hmm, I want this. And he points to the uh, weave thread. <laughs> no, that's okay. We're going to make our own way. Um, and Holly gestures to the group to kind of take some steps away from... What would you trade me? Hmm. The overalls are good. Mm-mm. Hmm. I suppose I could take some of your, uh, some of your endurance. Nah. I suppose I could take some of your strength. Why would I trade any of that? To survive. Survive. To get where you need to be. Alive. Right, but I could jump across and I don't need you. Please. He gestures to the open river. Does anyone else want to come with me? You guys just need to trust me a little bit. And we may have to fend off this giant fish, but we'll be fine. We can do that. Um, and Holly casts water walk on everybody. Um, I have dimension door and I can take one person. So I was just going to do that. Okay. I'll take the door if you don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to hop across with Bert. How far across is it? Probably 50 feet across. Okay. Dimension door goes 501 feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'd take a running leap. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> do it in the air. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah dimension door gets you there. Um, Holly starts walking across the water. I'm going to have my axe at ready in case that fish shows up. Okay. I look at the fey individual and I say, Your time of uh, 
Swindling travelers will be coming to an end soon. I've come home to fix everything. I put my little hands on my little hips. (laughs) (laughs) That's good of you to say, but things have changed. It's different now. Oh, look, your friend's about to die. And uh, you see Holly uh, almost halfway across the river at this point, just walking. And Holly, it's difficult. Um, the the water, the, these waves, you know, in the river keep kind of lapping up and springing you a couple feet into the air, and you like come down hard and have to keep running. Um, I need you to make a dexterity save with advantage. <laughs> I rolled two fives. Oh, oh my god! Holly is fish use, food. I can't use luck. Because it was already had advantage. Uh, I, I think know. you can actually still use luck because I, I don't think luck is advantage. I think you just roll another d20. Oh, thank God. Hey. 19. Okay. All right. So I'm going to say you just take half damage from this. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Not too bad. Uh, that is 11 bludgeoning damage as a tentacle reaches out of the river and slaps you. Uh, a tentacle? That doesn't look like a koi, Tibio. Oh, bones. <laughs> Holly feels the tentacle grab her leg and she, her ring of revenge that she's wearing. I almost imagine it as like a spectral hand almost over her own hand with the ring on. Oh, yeah. And then it moves her hand and like hits it. Like yeah. almost, you know, like four, it's like it a like reaction. It. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Give me a 1d4. Plus one. Plus one. <laughs> Don't forget that plus one. Two. <laughs> Uh, right. Smack back. Yeah. Is, it, is it bloody? <laughs> you see the tentacle just kind of like jiggle a little bit <laughs> as it gets slapped back. Um, this thing uh, rises from the river, shows you all of its teeth, outstretches its tentacles, and ends the session. Damn it. Holy. <laughs> wow, he's incredibly powerful. Yeah. He has, <laughs> he has the power to just <laughs> shut it stealer. down. You're not playing anymore. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Tim, your DM and your genie. I'm Hannah, playing Holly Hyacinth. I'm Thomas. I play Engelbert F.F. Wisherspoon. I'm Tara, and I play Tibio Femur. I'm John. I play Snack the Cobalt. And I'm Maggie, playing Uli. (laughs) 